Okay, Shalom Ubracha to all. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you taking the time to those that are here in person, those that are here online. I don't know where to look, honestly. <laughs> a couple of a uh, couple of different points that I'm trying to trying to reach. But regardless, it is so phenomenally incredible to be back with our Shiurim after a brief hiatus. Baruch Hashem, we were to move to the UK, and we are currently in Hendon in London which is very much Chutz Arts, but I was reminding myself as I walked down the street today that Eretz Yisrael is one day going to be mispashet on the whole world as we know. Right? Eretz Yisrael will spread out and will unfold throughout the entirety of the, uh, of, of the creation. And so a little bit our Hebra that are trying to connect to that spirit of the Gaul of the redemption a little bit even before the coming of the redemption to be able to taste a little, a little hint of Shabbos still when it's Friday and begin to prepare ourselves for that unfolding revelation which is happening through us and around us all the time so then we could even taste Eretz Yisrael here. Malaychal Ha'aretz Kavoyda, Kodesh Baruch glory fills the world, fills the earth. Every single particle of physicality is bursting with the presence of a Kodesh Baruch and that's our task. Maybe specifically for those of us that are unfortunate enough to be in Chutz Ha'aretz, there's an opportunity there as well. And so that's the Avoida that I've been trying to connect with but Hashem, we're transitioning from the Lost Princess Initiative over to Eilecha, as we've spoken about in, uh, in previous events on Matzah Shabbos as well, the video of which is on YouTube. And B'Siyat Rishmaya, the Kalim that we currently have in order to be able to really do something special here locally, but even beyond, is, uh, is something that I don't take lightly, something I'm very grateful for, and is something that Be'ez Hashem will do its part and play its role in Be'ezer Hashem, the unfolding uh, Giloy of that which we spoke about before, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence should be apparent to everybody, and that religion and spirituality and Yiddishkeit should be something that's bursting with dveikus, that's bursting with awareness, that's bursting with depth and with inner sensitivity. That's our ultimate goal, that's our mission, to be able to spread that consciousness and um, we're taking the opportunity with both hands. And we appreciate still having the privilege, really, mamash the privilege, to still be able to connect with Yidin all around the world. Our Hebra here, I see mamash from everywhere, whether they're here locally, in person, whether they're online, on Zoom, on Facebook. It's tremendous. It's mamash tremendous. And this itself is part of this giloy of Am Yisrael really getting together. Mamash getting together with open hearts and with, uh, with, with minds that are on on fire with Vani Kirva Selikim Litoiv. And so, we're starting tonight a brand new series. The series is called The Inner Dimension of Shabbos. And the idea of this series is that Be'ezer Hashem, we plan to take week by week and try to take fundamental selections from the tzaddikim, from the very, various Hasidic masters and their various works to really get into the soul of this thing that's called Shabbos. All of us, Baruch Hashem, at least on this group, are privileged to know about Shabbos, are privileged to keep Shabbos to the best of our ability, to learn the halachas of Shabbos, and constantly growing in our experience of Shabbos. But sometimes the soul of the matter is lost on us. And we know if there's one cloud that we like to speak about all the time, by our Hebra, the more the person knows, the more the experience is going to impact. Right? And that's, the Balatanya says, that the moach is in charge, so to speak, of the lave of the heart. And so the heart is the emotion, the heart is the feeling, the heart is everything that a Kaddish Baruch Hu desires. When a Kaddish Baruch Hu says to the Gemara and, and, and Chazal, Rachmana Liba Boy, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu yearns for our heart. That's why he brought us into the world. He's not interested in robots. A Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to be on fire. A Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to really bring all of ourselves in into that face-to-face, panim-bapanim connection with him, but ultimately, moyach shalit alalev, the way that we can go ahead and truly impact the heart and make sure that our hearts are really bursting with feeling and fire, it's all tali on how much we're able to ready ourselves to understand the depth of that which we, that which we are engaged in. And it's, it's very posh, it's very simple, right? If a person really doesn't know much other than how to do something, and they do it, it's one thing. 
But if a person prepares for a month, learning every single detail of the symbolism and the remez and that which is beyond the surface of just how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, what to do, but the why, with all of that, all of which that why encompasses, it's a completely different experience when a person is engaged with it with a much broader, deeper understanding. That's our goal with Shabbos Kodesh, to be able to come into Shabbos with a Havana, with a deep, deep understanding of what this thing is, Shabbos Kodesh. And to continue to learn the Halachas, but now they're within a context of a deep, broad, and emotional understanding. And so, the Ezer Hashem, as this series unfolds, the idea is going to be to go through every detail of Shabbos, starting with Friday night, making our way to Shabbos day, with all the tefillahs and all the different details of them. But first, I wanted to start just in the beginning, first with Klalias, just in general. General concepts of Shabbos, selections from the Sfarim Akadoshim. So we begin tonight, the first chilek and the first installment in this series, with the Nesiva Shalom. Nesiva Shalom lays out a very, very foundational, beautiful piece. We don't have the source sheets posted for the Chavah that are on Zoom, I apologize, but if you'll listen, hopefully we'll get through every word of this. It's a little bit lengthy, but we'll try with the time that we have all the Siyat HaDashmai. We may go a little bit over time tonight. Feel no pressure to stay if you allotted this specific amount of time until uh, the 15 of the next hour, which is what it's supposed to be, but we started late. And we're going to try to get through as much of this as we possibly can, all the Siyat HaDashmai with the help of the Master of the World. Says the Heiligen Nesiva Shalom, Schusay Yagen Aleinu. The Tzadik quotes from Rav Asher of Karlin, or I'm sorry, Rav Aaron Agadol of Karlin, rather, who is the author of Ka Echsayv, which is the piyot from which these words are taken. Ha Shabbos Noyam Anashamos. He says, Shabbos is the pleasant experience of souls, Vahashvi Oyne Haruchas, and the seventh day is the delight of the spirits. Ve'eden Hanafashos. And it is the Eden, the Eden, the paradise of Nefashais, of the lower level of the soul, that take delight and take pleasure to enjoy HaKadosh Baruch your love, and your awe. Shabbos Kodesh Nafshi Choylas Avasecha. Shabbos Kodesh Nafshi Choylas, the Jew's soul is Choylas, is lovesick. Avasecha after Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh, Nafshes Yisrael B'tzal Kanafecha Yechsoyun. In Shabbos, the souls of the Jewish nation take refuge under the wings of Shabbos. Shabbos protects. Shabbos is our refuge. Yirviyun Mideshen Beisecha, and we are saturated with the delights of the treasure house called Shabbos. What an incredible three lines, even one sentence. Mamish, such a deep, deep expression of our love for Shabbos and of what Shabbos holds for us, the promise Shabbos holds. Says the Slanabur, but between Elu Hakadosh, with these expressions, the holy poet, Rabbi Aaron Agadol, Schusiagunleinu, the Heliger of Aaron Agadol, a Talmud of the Magad Mizrich, of Karlin, begins Lahadik Sasmi Mahusa Umitsi Usa Shal Shabbos Kodesh. Starts a little bit to express the essence and the nature of this thing that we call Shabbos. That after everything that's been said about Shabbos in Chazal, and even before that in Psukim, in, 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 uh, in the Torah, in Nach, and all the various commentaries, Benigla, in the revealed aspect of Torah, and in the hidden aspect of Torah, Shabbos is completely, completely hidden. I'm reminded of, a, of an expression from the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. The Baal Shem Tov gave an explanation on the words, Tairas Hashem Tanima, which literally means that the Tair of Hashem is, is wholesome. It's Tamim, it's complete. It's not missing anything. Says the Baal Shem Tov, with all of our efforts, to make a dent in Torah, in the sense of our understanding, in the sense of our comprehension, in the sense of our learning of the Torah, says the Baal Shem Tov, the Torah is so vast that he says this, the words of the Baal Shem, Adayin hi Tamima. Torah is Hashem, Adayin hi Tamima. 
We haven't even scratched the surface with all of what we, tens of thousands, maybe more, probably more, hundreds of thousands of svarim. You know how many svarim are being printed every week in Eretz Yisrael? In B'nai brackets. It's crazy what's going on. Thousands of years of this, we haven't touched the Torah. It's still tamim, it's still complete. So that's what he says about Shabbos. After everything that's been written about Shabbos, it's still enwrapped with mystery. HaGadosh Baruch Hu famously tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I have a special treasure in my treasure house, in my hidden house of treasure, but base Genazai, in the hidden treasure house. And its name is Shabbos. Says the Slanimer, Da'inu, we find, Shem Yuchedes Mitzvah Shabbos, Mikola Mitzvahs, Shehibi Beis Ginze Hamelech. There's something special about Shabbos in the sense that it's not Stam comes from the house of the king. It's Dafka in the base Ginze Hamelech. It's in that hidden place. Meaning to say, it's essentially hidden. That no matter how much we talk about Shabbos and explain it and understand it and begin to grasp it, the Svasemes has literally pieces, like just endless, endless, endless tire, all the Svar Magdashim. The, the, the Preet Sadiq or Urb Sadiq has on Shabbos tens and tens and tens of Mamarim. But it, 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 it is not just that it came from the base Genazai, it is still in the base Genazai. That's the place of Shabbos. It's hidden. It's a special mitzvah. It's a special mitzvah. And no stranger has been able to grasp it. Because Shabbos is one mitzvah that exists and abides in a level that's beyond any Indian of a limit. It's beyond any Indian of comprehensibility of our ability to grasp it. Because the Zara Kaddish says that Shabbos is the day of the soul and it's not the day of the body. Which is very deep. Because that means to say that no matter how much I could possibly tell you about Neshama, and no matter how much possibly we can sit and learn in all the Svarim about this thing called the Neshama and its five Chalakim and what they're connected with, and being connected to Neshama, Ruach, and Nefesh, and so on and so forth, we don't have the kalim to fully grasp this thing called the soul because it comes from a realm that's beyond the realm which is graspable by our senses and by our comprehension. So he says that's what it means that Shabbos is yoimed in Hashemah Savalav yoimed gufa. that no matter how much we talk about Shabbos, its place is in the, is in the realm of the base Gnazai. It's essentially hidden. And no matter how much we speak about Shabbos, like he says, this beautiful stirin. it's still atuf, it's still wrapped in its package and nobody's been able to really see what Shabbos is. We can try to grasp it through all of its different facets from all the different angles that we can walk around it and around it. But the Iker Inyan, the, the, the Nakuda Pnimis, is an Hashemah that's, that's concealed. It is the pinnacle of the pleasantness of the soul, the si'oinig haruchas, and the pinnacle of the pleasure of the spirit, ve'eidan anafashas, and the paradise of the nefesh, lehis adem avasai ve'yirasi barach, to delight in the love and awe of a Kaddish Baruch, and the revelation of God that we're going to discuss, the si'at rishmaya. So he says, the yeshlis amek, it behooves us to really think very deeply. Where does this come from? What is the source which causes us to respond to Shabbos so viscerally on a, on a, on a level of our personal love to the point that we're lovesick, like, like he describes over here. Nafshi choylas avasecha. And the delight that we take in Shabbos and how sweet it is. What is it about Shabbos that's described in these terminologies that are so incredibly uh, dramatic? You never find that a person wrote a piyot about this, the mitzvah of tefillin was such a thing. And tefillin is an amazingly deep mitzvah. But you don't find that it's described as the bride to Shabbos 
right? That Am Yisrael is Knesset Yisrael, he ben Zugeich, we have a relationship with Shabbos. Oisi, like we're going to learn, Bein Yuvim ben Yisrael. What is it about Shabbos? What can we point our finger at to explain why Shabbos is in this unique category? The Isabatara Savas he brings from the Helige, Kailiner from his grandfather, was the Slanimer came from the Taras Avas, B'Shem Rav HaKadosh. I think the Taras Avas is the Lechavich, or rather, but he's bringing it in the name of one of the Kailiner Rebbes. Shashama Kruz Bashamayim, listen to this, an amazing thing. This Tzaddik heard an announcement, a Kruz, in the heavenly realms. Even this person that learns Tyra and fulfills the Tyra, and keeps Shabbos with every single detail of the law, Halavai, we should be able to say on us that we're able to do such a thing. Rabbi Nachman says in Lakut Ram that it's not impossible for a person to keep Shabbos completely and entirely because of there's so many things that are so incredibly detailed and, and nuanced and it's 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 kemat. I mean, we hope we hope that we're keeping Shabbos properly. So he says, even a person that learns Tyra, fulfills the Tyra, keeps every detail of, of 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 the Torah to the point that he keeps Shabbos with all of its diktukim. If he doesn't awake his heart so that he's looking forward to Shabbos, which is a great benchmark, by the way, for how deeply connected we are to something on an internal level. If we look forward to it, if we're metzape, metzape l'roisa. Of course, we all believe that Mashiach's coming, and we sit tishabav on the floor, and we cry over the Beis HaMikdash. How do we know that we're really connected to the Beis HaMikdash when it's a regular Tuesday in, in September, and I'm walking down the street, and we're looking forward expectantly? It means that there's a longing. It means that there's a yearning there. So he says, if a person keeps Shabbos with every halacha, meaning to say, he's working Friday until the halachically allotted time. Okay, now it's time for Shabbos. He goes in to make sure that everything is, but his heart is not aflame with this. It's a mitzvah in the sense of mitzvah meaning commandment, but it's missing the Aramaic root, which means sabsa, which means connection, relationship. That's what all the mitzvahs are. They're much more than a commandment. They're an opportunity for connection. Listen to this sharp lashon. And certainly we can't say about this person he's going to be locked out of paradise because he did everything right. They're going to let him into Gan Eden. They're going to give him a bench in the back. He'll be in Gan Eden, but he won't feel a thing. Shocking. Won't feel a thing. This is a very, very radical statement. person does everything right. Okay, you'll get Gan Eden. But the same way that we didn't feel anything down here, so up there also you didn't feel anything. Because what we're supposed to be feeling in the mitzvahs is itself the Ruach of Ganeidah. Schar mitzvah, say all the tzaddikim, mitzvahs, the mitzvah itself. Not that for the reward of one mitzvah they give you another mitzvah. That's of course true, mitzvah, gereris, mitzvah. But the schar mitzvah is not that one day I'll get Olam Haba for this, but it's the mitzvah itself, it's the relationship. It's the engagement that I'm able to feel in doing something that's transcendent, in doing something that's eternal, in doing something that's essentially true and essentially holy and essentially real. The Mela, a person that's sensitive to that Tainuk, he gets up to Ganeidim. What do you think there will be there? That kind of Tainuk. But if a person does everything right, but he's not plugged into this kind of experience, so then we have to say that in Olam Haba also, he doesn't have the capacity to experience the delight. So they give him a bench in the back. It sounds like a very radical thing. He says, This is Merumaz already by Arachayim Akadesh. And the Heliga Arachayim, who says, Shakasav, he writes like this, He says, It is absolutely impossible that a person should be to raise himself or to be raised and elevated and lifted up to the Olam Elyon, which in Kabbalah, Elyon is always a reference to the world of Bina, which is Olam Haba, Elyon. Elion is a kinoi for Bina. Bina is Olam Hava. So it's impossible that a person should be elevated, lifted up to that realm, the Olam of Elion, of Bina, Zulas. Without having experienced a branch, a taste, a glimmer of that experience of the Olam Elion, of Olam Hava, while still in Olam Hazeh. 
And here, it's not Stam that he talks about this in the context of all of the mitzvahs. He literally applies this to Shabbos. The world that's Kulay Shabbos, which is a reference to Elam Haba, because Shabbos is one sixtieth of Elam Haba. So the world that we refer to as being Kulay Shabbos, which is the world of Elam Haba, which is etched and inscribed and experienced and planted in this world. Then the seed takes root, and then it begins to flourish in the next world. But there's no such thing as being able to experience a, a pleasureless experience of the mitzvahs in this world and then to be able to have hasaga of, of, of the tainug in Olam Haba. Because again, everything's a mirror. So technically you did the mitzvah, it's good. So technically you'll be in Ganeda. But that means that you can be locked out of that experience of the pleasure. And it's not, we don't mean this in the way of like, oh, he's going to be punished. We mean this in, in the sense of saying, what a chaval. What a chaval. Not that you lose out on what you could have gotten in the next world. But the way that you were intended to have experienced the Olam Haba in this world. What a chaval. You didn't rush through davening. You didn't, I, I say you didn't, I mean myself, right? Doing, doing mitzvahs, and we're not conscious, we make brachas. It's not, okay, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get an oinish, you know, the midas hadin. It's just like, that itself is the oinish. I once had a machshav, I may have said this before in Shirim. Chazal say that a person that speeds through, uh, through Kriya Shema, so they heat up Gehenna for him, whatever this means, hell is sort of made hotter. But if a person goes through Kriya Shema slowly and is medaptic, like you said, which is now printed in all the Siddur and basically, which has lines in between to show you how to stop, how to separate words, not to just blend all the words together and just run through it. So they cool Gehenim off for him. So apipshat, it means what it says, right? Meaning if a person is able to cool themselves down to the, to the point that they're going through Kriya Shema slowly, so then they cool off the Gehenim in the next world. But I wanted to say maybe I'll be pnimius, but Oymek, there's no greater Gehenim than speeding through a creation. <laughs> Meaning that itself is hell. That itself is hell. To come to shul and be so detached from it essentially that really if there was no societal expectation or there was no guilt or there was no whatever it is that gets people that hate davening into shul, you really wouldn't be there without any of that stuff. And so to be you have to speed through Krishna without thinking of, of, of any word. Is there any greater hell than that? Vis-a-vis the, the paradise that could and should be experienced. So I want to say, not, not that the one in the future, they'll cool down Gehenna for you. I want to say that that itself, slowing down during Kriyashima, cools off the hell of speeding through Kriyashima. Because that itself could be an experience of, of, uh, of, of the opposite of Olam Haba. And so again, technically a person experienced the mitzvahs in this world, technically he'll experience the tainig in the next world. And this is the Ar Achaim Akadosh, such a powerful line. He said, and again, he says it very, very strongly. It is absolutely, there's no way. It is absolutely impossible. And again, I want to stress, it's not a punishment. It's a mitzvah. It's a reality. Because that's what Olam Abba is. It's the conglomeration of all the pleasures and all the joys that you experience with your mitzvahs in this world get gathered together. And that's, that's the Eden Anashamas, or Eden Anafashas. And so, Minanimna, he says, what do you want from us? It's not a matter of like, this is the system Hashem set up. It's not a punishment. It's just the reality that a person is going to experience Olam Haba in accordance with how much he experienced Olam Haba while still in Olam Hazeh. And he continues, this is what Hashem commands Am Yisrael Ba'amre when he says, V'shamru b'nei Yisrael as ha-shabbos, perish neshama, hanikri shabbos, the neshama is referred to as Shabbos. That's the place inside of us that's godly. It's the place inside of us that's still. It's the place inside of us that has nothing to do essentially with doing, which is a relationship with Olam Asiyah, which is the world of doing. But it comes from the world of being, where things just are. That's the neshama. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos, like we said, is Yoyim and the neshama. So Shabbos and the neshama are bound together. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Am Yisrael, Shamru B'nai Yisrael as Shabbos. Guard the soul of Yiddishkeit. Guard the inner experience of your, relig- your relationship with religious behaviors and with the mitzvahs of the Torah. 
ואם לא יעשיגו ישראל בכינס נשמה זו, אין בהם יכול לסלמד בגדר עליון לסענג נפשא מגנזי עליון. If we are unable to connect ourselves to the Havana Amuka that can inspire our interest and our understanding and our Havana in Shabbos and in all the mitzvahs through our learning about it so that we should yearn for it, so that we should care about it, so that it's not just about doing it, but it's something that we are, it's something that we long for, pine for, it's something that we enjoy more than anything else, it's something that we are fully present in. So he says without that, then when we come up after 120 to the, to the, to the great Shabbos, right? Which is the Yom Shekule Shabbos, it's, it's going to be similarly lackluster. The Hadavar Tzarech Talmud, so the Salonimer says, needs, needs, needs focus. That even though this is true maybe about the other mitzvahs, but about Shabbos we see that this is where the Arachayim HaKadosh says it, this is where the Kaliner says it, this is where Ka'echsoy describes in such deep and beautiful terms about Shabbos, where does this come from? That's why he's Aleph. Or he's Beis, he says, V'aramam shili hilcha Shabbos kos, v'zele shoyinoi, v'hilga Ramam writes, in the end of Shilcha Shabbos, he says an amazing thing. He says, HaShabbos v'avoidas k'echavim u'mazolis k'al achas mishteim shkula k'neged shar kol mitzvah satayra. Chazal say that the person that keeps Shabbos is k'ilu a person kept the whole Torah. And a person that's oivid avoidazara, even if he's keeping all the other mitzvahs, it's, con- it's, it's considered as if the person transgresses all the loisaseis. There's a noichi Hashem alikecha, that's the root for all mitzvahs haseh. And there's lo yilacha alihim which is the root for all mitzvahs leisaseh. So the Rambam is learning that a noichi Hashem alikecha has a very deep connection with Shabbos. Shabbos is the aseh. If a person keeps Shabbos, a person kept the whole Torah. And if a person transgresses, avoid the Zara, so the person transgressed the whole entire Torah. Says the Rambam, Shabbos is the ois, is the sign of the relationship between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael that is eternal. Therefore, a person that's that's consciously and willingly an over on, on on the mitzvahs of the Torah, so that's included in a person that's considered a, a, a Russia. With whatever translation we're going to employ for the word Russia, the word wicked, not so, not, doesn't meet my particular fancy. But the Gemara and Avodah refers to olives that don't reach maturity as being rishay zaysin. They're, they're not wicked olives. They're olives that, that just haven't, haven't yet reached their, 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 their potential. And so that's what we refer to as rishay Yisrael, not like wicked Jews. It just means a yid that, that for one reason or another, unfortunately, is not maximizing his potential in this moment. Right? But, but that's Bechlal Rishay Yisrael. That's that category. Because these two things are, are um, arranged parallel one to the other. They're aligned. And so the doing of one is the transgression of the other. And the transgression of one is, is the transgression of the other as well. So a person that does not keep Shabbos... Hamachal Shabbos b'farhesia, that's considered ka'evet akum, and it has the same dinim of, of magayayin and so on. V'shneim ka'akum l'chol divrayim, and he goes on to explain. However, v'chol ha'shoyimir Shabbos g'lchasa, a person that mamash keeps Shabbos properly, u'mechabda u'ma'anga g'vikoychoy, and the person that honors Shabbos, and a person that takes delight in Shabbos in accordance with his or her ability. K'farm refurish b'kabbalah schara, it's already brought in the Navi, the schar, but in this world, yeser al schar hat In addition to the reward that that person has promised, is assured in the world to come. Shenemar oz That we're promised that oz then at that point in the future we're going to be able to take delight in Hakadosh Baruch Hu because of that which we experienced the joy of Shabbos in this world. Adkan, these are the words of the Rambam. Says the Slanimer, This also requires focus. That Shabbos is so incredibly deep. And there's so much gravity that's, a, that's, that's assigned to this thing called Shabbos. A 
A person could be over every single else of the 613 mitzvah, 612 he doesn't keep. He's, he's still considered part of Am Yisrael. But in a certain sense, the Mechal Shabbos, Bifarhesia, on purpose, and so on, not speaking about those that don't know better about, about Shabbos or that aren't educated enough, maybe you could possibly say that every person that doesn't keep Shabbos, it, it must be on some level because they don't really understand what Shabbos is. But halachically, this person is considered ka'akam. In a certain sense, it is Shabbos that defines mihu yehudi, who is a Jew. And we say in the Nusach of our Tfila, HaGadosh Baruch Hu blessed Shabbos Mikol Hayamim more than all the days. And HaGadosh Baruch Hu sanctified Shabbos from all other times. The Tzadikim say that there are days that are holy but they're called Yamim. They're called holy days. Coming to Rosh Hashanah, it's the, it's the day of, mem- of remembrance. It's the day of atonement. And then there are other chagim that are called zmanim, times. Gimel regalim. The three regalim, sukkis, pesach, shvuas, shem chagim uzmanim And they're referred to by the word zman. Bava Shabbos. Shabbos Shabbos is beyond any of those days and beyond any of those times. And that's why we say, Shabbos transcends all the days. Shabbos transcends all the times. It is the ultimate pinnacle of heaven and earth. Can you imagine if we approach Tilcha Shabbos through the lens of understanding all of this? And after weeks and weeks and weeks, Bezer Hashem, which we'll be privileged to learn, and I'm sure all of us are already learning these limudim, but just again, to see it through the lens of all the different tzaddikim, it's a different Hilcha Shabbos. Understand Shabbos, not Stam. Not Stam. It's so deep. It's so deep and it's so glorious, this world of Shabbos. There's nothing more essentially Jewish than this. Because we see that it is the kovas of Mihu Yehudi. It's the neshama of creation, and it aligns with our soul, the soul of the Jewish nation, as we're going to learn. The ultimate pinnacle and the ultimate purpose of all of our Avodah. Whether they fall into the category of that which is referred to as the heavenly kind of Avodah, which we talk about in the sense of, of, of our learning, of our davening, of our overtly religious engagements, which we call the human aspect of serving Hashem, which is eating and drinking and sleeping and, and, and being a, a husband and being a father, being a mother, and being a community member, being a friend, and so on and so forth, just being a person, which is called aretz. Says the Slanimer, Shabbos is tachlis maise shamayim va'aretz. Whether you want to talk about Avodah Hashem in the category of those overtly spiritual engagements, or you want to speak about Shabbat, uh, about Yiddishkeit in the sense of aretz, in the sense of being a person, Shabbos is the tachlis of all of this. Hashabbos koydeshi tachlis kulam. So he says, Mikala Amar, from everything that we've said, Muchach, it's apparent, Shabbos ina ka'achas ha'mitzvahs. Shabbos is not like all of the other mitzvahs of the Torah. Shabbos is in a category of its own. Like these incredible expressions that we use in the tefillah of Shachris of Shabbos. To the God that rested from all creation, on the seventh day, Hakadosh Baruch Hu rises up, whatever this means, and sits on the throne of glory. Hakadosh Baruch Hu enclosed Shabbos in a mantle of 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 tiferes, of beauty, of glory. We don't find such terminologies about other mitzvahs. Shabbos is in a category of its own. 
So we see the incredible nature of the terminology and the expressions that Chazal are using about this thing called Shabbos. Like we said, there's a relationship between Shabbos and Avedazara. Shabbos being the essence of all the mitzvahs I say, Avedazara being the pinnacle of all the mitzvahs I say. Say Chazal, if a person keeps Shabbos properly, even if he was, he had transgressed on the other parallel Avedah, on the level of the Loisa says, Kedar Enosh, like the whole generation of Enosh, my he's forgiven. You don't find the same thing when it comes to any other mitzvah in the whole Torah. Nowhere do Chazal say that if a person wears tzitzis kilchasai, even if he served uh, you know, all the idols in the world, he's forgiven. You don't find that. By any other mitzvah, only Shabbos. Aside from the fact that we don't generally find that a mitzvah can have the impact of sort of washing away an Avera, it's two different chashbainas. In the same way that the Ramak says in Tarmidavara, Baruch Hashem, that we don't find that doing a certain amount of Averas takes away a mitzvah. Every last mitzvah that every Jew does, he's going to get schar for, no matter how many of it. There are two different uh, categories completely. So over here you see an interesting thing that doing this mitzvah completely can actually go ahead and erase this uh, this this tremendously foundational and and and, and intense avera of avodazara. We had learned Hashem says, I have this special treasure, this special present in my hidden treasure house, in the storage house of the king. Go and tell them about Shabbos. You find that Shabbos has its own Hagdara, its own definition. It alone is referred to as a matana, as a good gift. You don't find the same thing by all the other mitzvahs. That they're referred to as a matana toiv, and he says, aren't all the other mitzvahs also together, right? All, why is Shabbos singled out as the matana toiv? All mitzvahs are, are, uh, are in that category of goodly gifts that a Kurdish Baruch Hu gave us. So now, after all of these questions, and after noting all of the interesting things that Chazal had to say about Shabbos that we don't find by other mitzvahs, now he finally launches an Ais Gimel into a little bit of the Havana. And it begins with the follows, with the following. Ulavara inyan, and to explain this matter, we need to talk about this incredible interpretation of the Kabriner, Rav Moshe Kabriner. The Perish HaKosov, when he comes to explain the verse, Baini Uvein Bnei Yisrael, Oisila Oilam. Chazal say that Shabbos is an ice, is a sign, Baini Uvein Bnei Yisrael, between Hashem, who's speaking, Baini Uvein Bnei Yisrael, and the Jewish nation. Lo'ilam, eternally. Because HaKadosh Baruch who created the world in six days, that's the Pasuk. Says the Helega Kabriner. Do you know where all of the incredible oceans of, of the, all the different kinds of praise that Chazal had to say about Shabbos, the unique categorization of Shabbos from all the other mitzvahs, you know where that ocean flowed from, where the fountain is? This word, ice. That Shabbos is an ice, is a sign between us and HaKadosh Baruch it is the interface which allows for the intimacy between each Jewish soul as part of the collective Jewish soul and their source in Kutshabrichu and Akadish Baruchu. The Alderach Mamarim Zalek Hazal Seberishis Rabba, Knesset Sistrol Yeh Ben Zugech, that we are the marital. Counterpart to Shabbos, so to speak. We are the spouse of Shabbos. And we know that we're married to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Shabbos highlights 
this aspect in which Am Yisrael are a Ben Zog. And then he says, this is the way he reads the Pasuk, it's unbelievable. Again, how do you read the Pasuk on a simple level? You read it that Shabbos is a sign between myself, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Am Yisrael for eternity. Why? Because Hashem created the world in six days and He rested on the seventh. That's how you understand it on a simple level. Listen to the way he reads it. He says the essence of Shabbos is a sign of the intimate relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael. Umnam shechakasav. Then the pasuk continues. La oilam kisheishes yamim asa Hashem as Hashem v'sa'aretz, which means hainu shamnam avurcha oilam kulei. When it comes to the nations of the world, then they come to ask you, okay, what is Shabbos? So they have no hasaga in the icy beinu ve'ben Israel. So when it comes to the to the rest of the world, you want to explain Shabbos to them, you can knock them off. You know, just say, okay, because God created the world in six days, you rest on the seventh, so we rest. That's only la oilam. That's only an explanation of Shabbos that's applicable to the nations of the world. But the truth of what Shabbos is has nothing to do with Hashem creating the world in six days and resting on the seventh. It's a nice explanation for the rest of the world. But the Pasuk is telling us, Baini uvein b'nei Yisrael, when it comes to your understanding of Shabbos, the understanding that you and I, meaning Hashem and Am Yisrael, uniquely share, Oisi. Oisi. That's what Shabbos is between us. Now, la'olam, for the rest of the world, you can tell them, because Hashem created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. If you want to explain where Shabbos comes from and why we rest on, this, on, on, on Sabbath, and he brings it from the Kabrina, but it's really an Archaim HaKadosh, which he notes here, okay, Kasav Gamba Archaim Hakadosh. So you see that the Archaim reads the pasuk this way as well. It's good to see inside because it's it's a it seems to be a misreading of the pasuk. It's a, it's an amazing amazing interpretation. V'shoyrish harayon hu, and the essence of this thought is as follows. Kamishikasav Ramban beParshas Pinchas. The Eilig Ramban says in Parshas Pinchas an amazing thing. Ain b'Musvei Shabbos Chatos Keder Cholam Usafim. You do not find that in the Musaf of Shabbos. The chatas is included. The Musaf of Shabbos doesn't have a chatas, which is unlike their kolam musafim. Usually, all the other all the other musaf offerings have a chatas, not on Shabbos. Says the Ramban, because on Shabbos the aspect in which Am Yisrael is the spouse, is the lover of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, is is revealed. And in that place, Hakol Shalem. In that place, there's no makam for, for, for a chatas. Pirish. Shaha Shabbos Hibachinas. Shabbos is the aspect of the Pasuk of Mishli, which says, Al Kolp Shaim Techase Ava. And when that place of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's unconditional, overwhelming love is revealed and it flows forth from beyond all masks of whatever Midas Hadin and whatever, uh, whatever, whatever rules and whatever plans a Kodesh Baruch Hu has, when that place comes forth, that place of Anila Daidi this month of El, when that's revealed, Al Kolp Shayim that love is able to just cover over and conceal all the wrongdoings. Because when you love a person so deeply, you're, you're sometimes unable to see their flaws. Which is a phenomenal thing. Baruch Hashem, it's true in dating. They, they call it infatuation, I think. But without that nature, very, very few people would get married, right? Because only, it's only later on when things sort of settle that, okay, now you can start to see. But hopefully there's a place where even that doesn't touch. Hopefully there's a place inside of you where that love is so essential to parents or parents to children or husbands and wives and wives to husbands, parents to children. Where If somebody comes, comes to tell a parent, you know, your kid is this and your kid is that, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't register. It doesn't register. Because there's a place inside where, where that, doesn't, that just simply, it doesn't touch. Shabbos is that place. Shabbos is the revelation of that place in the context of the relationship between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, says the Ramban, no chatas on Shabbos. Listen to these words, hakol shalom, because 
It's all good, right? It's all good. On Shabbos, Hakol Shalem. Shabbos is the symbol. Shabbos is the indicator light as to that place where Akadosh Baruch and Am Yisrael have a bond that nothing else can touch. There's no need for a carbon chatas because we did something wrong and we have to get forgiven. Doesn't touch that place. He called it Suma Yishal Shabbos Kodesh, who beginas Ava Udvekas Bein Am Yisrael Vekutshabricho. That's the essence of what Shabbos is. That's the ice of Shabbos. The sun sets on Friday, and we walk to shul, or we pull out a sitter if we're on our couch at home for the ladies, or whatever it is. In that moment, what's being revealed? What energy? The energy of Al Kol Pshaim Techasa Ava. The energy. Where even a person that's over of a desire kedar enosh moichlim not because we had a court case and we decided that you know something, your tshuva was sincere. There was no tshuva. There was no tshuva. There was just Shabbos, and there was a Jew buying into Shabbos. And do you know what you find when you buy into Shabbos? When you plug your socket into Shabbos, you get connected immediately to that place of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's infinite love, that place where nothing that you could have possibly done during the week can touch. You leave the week behind. You change your clothes. What's changing clothes? We're going to get into all of this. But begadim are indicative of the behaviors of a person, the actions of a person that aren't essential to the person themselves. Themselves. That's why we can always change what we're wearing because it's not really us. And that's true vis-a-vis the body. Now imagine the body vis-a-vis the soul. It's the same thing. It's just on a deeper level. We just gave a shir a couple of, a couple of weeks ago on shinoi shame. Why changing our name is connected to tshuva. It's the same Indian. The name is not the essence, essence of the person. Even though it's pretty essential, but there's a place that's even beyond the name. And so tshuva means shino shame. means the realization that that which I was engaged in and that, those things that I did and that beha- those behaviors that I, was, that, I was, that, that I was behaving, that I was acting, didn't touch me. So we change our clothes in Shabbos, we leave the weekday behind, and we enter into this energy that's revealed in the darkness of Friday night. That's the greatest, greatest light. That's the light of the eternal Shabbos candles. Those two lights that Bezer Hashem are going to learn a lot about Shabbos. There's so much to learn about. Mamash, this series could go for, for decades, uh, three, four decades, and we won't have begun. Mamash. Those eternal Shabbos candles that are always there, that were always there as a sign of our unconditional love toward HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the concentration camps and the Inquisition and through pogroms and through all the different areas of what we've been through, we keep on showing up because Shabbos is the sign. I think they say like a popular bitui, more than Klal Yisrael has kept Shabbos, Shabbos has kept Klal Yisrael. If we keep Shabbos, Shabbos keeps us. What do we mean Shabbos keeps us? Because Shabbos maintains that essential bond that we have with the Kodesh Baruch. We'll go a little bit further. Now to explain this matter in terms of its practical application. When a Kodesh Baruch Hu takes this holy shining soul that's etched out from the foot of the Kisiyah covered of the throne of glory and it brings it down and causes it and makes it to dwell in this barren desert of an earth, a place of snakes and scorpions and vipers, and the realm of the Klippus of the evil forces, of the external forces, the world of illusion, the world of externality, of appearances, vataivas, and our desire to engage in those appearances without ever grasping essence. That its whole purpose is like the Balatanya says. That this descent down into the world should be for the purpose of an ultimate, uh, of an ultimate elevation on the part of the Jew and the Jewish soul, and the Jewish nation, and on the part of the non-Jews, and on the part of the created world, that like the, like the Ramchal explains in the first paragraph of Mesil Susharim, every time that we engage in any aspect of physicality, we're lifting the whole world. That's its purpose. That's our purpose. So how do we do it? Right? It's very, very hard. 
It's very challenging because the world is so good at fooling us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did such a good job. Hashem is really hiding, really hiding very well. And it takes constant reminders, like Rav Nassim says, constant reminders to be able to keep us plugged in, like we mentioned in our Sikh Hasran Shir. So how does a Jew merit this? To stay focused in this world that's Mizoyim Lishmaral Yehuda and to guard on this Yehud, to guard on this purpose, that this godly spark should never lose its contact point with the divine. So the Kachnos and the Kodesh Baruch Hu is Tariqa Mitzvahs. So he says it was for this reason that the Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us 613 Mitzvahs. Kedi Yisav as it's brought, really rooted in the Zara Kodesh, Asher Hema Tariag Eitzus, that the 613 Mitzvahs are not 613 things you need to do and, 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 and not to do. 348, 248 ways of, 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 you know, of, of keeping the commandments of God by doing certain things and 365 by refraining from doing certain things. No. Says the Zarakadosh, they are called Taryag Atin, Taryag Eitzus. They are 613 pieces of advice. Now that doesn't mean that they're optional, but that's their purpose. They are pieces of advice that are helping us to learn how we can maintain that bond with the living God, with that Lakim Chayim, not to lose touch, but on the contrary, to be able to reveal His presence within the lower realm. And to fulfill the ultimate purpose of all of Torah, which is Uboi Sidva, that we should connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, be medabek ourselves in the Shekhinah. And indeed, it's true that Shabbos is connected to all the mitzvahs of Torah. That of all the 613 pieces of advice that guide us to how to maintain that kesha, that connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shabbos is the greatest of all of them because Shabbos is connected, the shakal is equal to all the mitzvahs. And it's the primary it's the primary essence of all of, of all of the of the inyanim of light and of holiness. That a Baruch Hu sent Shabbos into the world, with, which is His name, which is His manifestation. That the whole essence and awesomeness of Shabbos, which is Kulei Ava. It's filled with love and it's filled with the ability to connect to Hashem, to be conscious of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Dveikos. Ubeimi ubeimene Yisrael oisi. So if all the 613 mitzvahs are pieces of advice as to how to maintain our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to become aware of Him throughout our day and to be constantly aware. And Shabbos is equivalent to all of the mitzvahs and it must be that Shabbos is the primary method for maintaining that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Yoyim HaShabbos medabik o mechaber shuv as ha'adam Yisrael ala makar ha'ilai. Shabbos is the vehicle that takes us back to our source. Mekar machsavasai, the source from which we were hewn, which is the kisei ha'kavid. V'noisin koyach li Yehudi la'amoid v'chol zuhami o'elam azeh shaloi izamhu huchas v'shalom. That enables a Jew to, be, to, 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 to remain and to maintain that purity, not to become dragged so deeply down into the illusion that we see ourselves as part and parcel of it, but to stand above it. That's what Shabbos is, what a gift. Mom, it's not just a day off, a day to spend with family, that all this is true. That itself is godly, that itself is part of divine revelation. Parents and children, husbands and wives. Family members, friends, there's nothing more divine than that. But Shabbos itself gives us the ability to be constantly and consciously reminded every single week at the end of the week and the beginning of the, of the ensuing week of our ultimate purpose. Tachlis Maisei Shemayim Va'aretz, both the Maisei Shemayim and the Maisei Aretz, all of our lives, every facet of the human condition, why we were put here is to face HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is to find that place within ourselves where nothing Hashem could do to us, Kaviyachal, could get in the way, 
And nothing that we could do to HaKadosh Baruch Hu could get in the way. The place where at the end of the day, at the end of it all, after all the partying and laughing and having fun with friends, and when we need somebody to cry to, we're running to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That place where the Mestarim Tivchanashi, we maintain a Kesher Atzmi to the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Shabbos is. That's what Shabbos is. Oisi, beini, uvein, b'nei Yisrael. It's only la'olam that you have to knock them off and explain to them something that, you know, can make sense on, on their level. But Shabbos is an ois. I'll call pshayim techasa ava. Shabbos keeps the relationship alive. And this is the understanding that Shabbos is matana toiva. Why is it such a great gift? Why is it a greater gift than any other of the other mitzvahs? That the whole thing of Shabbos, the whole Indian of Shabbos, is that Shabbos is the revelation of the base Genazai. It reflects the hidden place, the place which Al Kolp Shaim Techasa Ava. The place that goes beyond any other of the places where sin could reach, where mistakes could reach, where the world can get in the way between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Beis Gnazai, that hidden place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Am Yisrael, Bein you uvein b'nei Yisrael oisi, bein kach uvein kach banayhem. Where we have that kesher with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the hidden present of Shabbos. Meaning, the Shabbos is the, is the present which reveals that hidden bond that we have that goes beyond any appearances. That's eternal. La'olam, no matter what. Ha'kavon alir ma'izalzem. With this will end. Sha'a Shabbos hi artamir v'nela netzal me'arin soif. Ha'machaz yunishmas yehudi l'mekoira li'as davak ba'ashem. Just one Shabbos and we'll all be free. Mamash kipshutai. Just one Shabbos. If we, if, we, if we open our heart to the depth of Shabbos, of course, learning the halachas, trying to be medactic, keeping Shabbos to the best of our ability, av, avada, that those are all vessels for the great light of Shabbos. But to go into it with this consciousness, to go into it with eyes wide open and a heart that's ready to receive the great opportunity of that aspect of our relationship with Hashem, which is revealed once more, which is activated once more as the sun sets again on, on, on Friday and we walk into this palace in time. Shabbos Kodesh. Just one Shabbos could mamash change a person's life. If we can experience it on this level, if our heart and mind are open to it on this level, if we're ready to experience it with every part and parcel of our being on this level, Shabbos returns the Jew to his default setting, which is facing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the Kruvim, Panim El Panim. Shazet Iker Mitzvah Shabbos. This is Shabbos. Kedi Yisabazar Kadosh, ki Shabbos yoimadin eshmasen iu, v'lav yoimadagufa. Shabbos is the day of the soul, it is not the day of the body. Yoimadin eshmasa. V'al pizem avur agam inin berchasai, mikol hayamim. Or rather, That means to say that why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us all the other Yom Tavim with all of their mitzvahs is because we need you know, constant reminders and constant days of portals of connection, sockets that we can plug ourselves into, get a little charge. But Shabbos is the tachlis of all of that. Shabbos is shakul is equivalent to all of the 612 Eitzos pieces of advice as to how to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shabbos is the equivalent of all of that. Memela, Shabbos is the day of the soul, comes from base Gnazai, comes from a hidden place. There's no Chatas on Shabbos. I'll call Pshayim Techasa Ava. If a person keeps Shabbos, even if he was Ever of Adizara, Shabbos is what's Machria to be a Jew as we're going to learn Be'ez HaShem. Why, why, why? Because Shabbos is oisi bein yovein b'nei Yisrael oisi ma'olam. It's the eternal bond that a Kodesh Baruch Hu shares with Am Yisrael, and therefore Shabbos is such an incredible day of delight. Because no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, and no matter what your week looks like, it makes no difference. You come into Shabbos, you enter into that embrace. You enter into an embrace. When we walk into Shul for Kabbalah Shabbos, we're walking into a hug. That's what Shabbos is.
And that's something that we should really plug into so deeply. Be'ezer Hashem, this is just the haskhala of a haskhala of a haskhala where mom is just getting our, a little bit of our feet wet to, to understand what we have to focus on every detail of Shabbos. Like we spoke about all the different ways of being mechabit Shabbos and the three tefillahs and the shalash su'udahs. There's so much to get into. Baruch Hashem, there's a lot to explore. I'm excited about this series. I'm excited at the prospect of being able to take this journey together through the inner dimension of Shabbos. Kodesh Hashem should bless us as we go now into Shabbos. Thursday night, as we go now into Shabbos, that we should be able to keep these ideas in mind. Moyach shalat alalev. That the ideas that we've learned and absorbed should open up our heart as we say, the end of Shemana Esrei, Psach libi secha. doesn't say Psach libi el open my heart to your Torah. It says, open my heart with your Torah. That the learning of this kind of Torah is what opens the heart. We should to open hearts. We should to feel this bond. Where a yid is a yid and a kaddish baruch is a kaddish baruch and we are beloved to each other no matter what, no matter what. Thank you to everybody who's joining in person, to everybody who's joining online, whether you're on Zoom or whether you're going to be watching this on YouTube later. Baruch Hashem, we have a new ability to post things in very high quality, which we're very privileged and blessed um, with and we're very grateful for. And uh, to those on Facebook as well, we haven't forgotten about you. Ashreinu Chevra. Ashreinu that we're maintaining this connection. It's been a move. It's been a shift. LPI. Elecha. Uh, 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 no matter whatever it is, it's the same Nakuda. It's Yidin that are trying to get closer to Hashem in a deep way who are not interested in just being Jews, doing what we need to do, but really want to be Yidin with hearts on flame. And... Um, Bezer Hashem, Hashem should just continue to bless us together. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you for joining. And, and to everybody who is uh, who's joining online or who will be listening to this, thank you, thank you, Ashreinu Chevra. Thank you so much. Wishing everybody a lichtige Shabbos filled with the presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Thank you, Chevra. Great to see you again. Thank you. Kaltuf. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Thank you.